Welcome, everyone, to another week of Ramban Parsha. I'm Ellie Weber. Um, before we start, just a methodological point that I've noticed and, and hopefully I can bring out today. You know, there, there are two ways to look at substance in the Torah. Let's say Aseris Hadibros. There's the Aseris Hadibros, and there's, then there's the event. And I think it's often the case that the Ramban stresses the event over the substance. Yes, this thing happened, and this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us. But more important is the fact that he told us. More important is how he told us. And hopefully I can show this to you today. Obviously, Vaischanan stretches between Moshe's introductory speech in the first four prakim, the first four plus prakim of, of Sefer Tvarim, to the Chukimu Mishpatim speech that starts in, uh, in, at the end of Perak Dalit. And the Ramban still in the first part of the parsha. The parsha, you know, it, it, it continues the tochacha, the stories Moshe stresses, the maraglim, the ma'apilim. And then you come to sort of a strange part of the psukim. In, in Parak Dalit, early in Parak Dalit, you have Raki Shamar Lachoshmor Navshamaod, Pen Tishkacheta Divarima Shara Uainaho, Pen Yasum Lovacho, Kogime Chayechavo, Datom Luvanacha, Vulivne Vanacha. What should you tell your children? Yo Masha Maratolifne Ashamakacha Bechorev, Bemo Ashem Elai, Hakelia Taamva Ashmiemet Divaroi, Ashe Yil Medun Liroti, Kol Hayamim Ashahim Chaim Aladamov, Etben Hemilamedun. Right? You should tell them exactly what happened. Vatikrivun Vatamdun Tachata Eish, Boe Boe Boeish, right? Choshanan Varafel, etc., etc. What's going on here? Why is Moshe emphasizing this so much? So says the Ramban. First he quotes Rashi. Raki Shamer Lacha Pentishachet Varim. Az kishalotish kachum vitaasum alamitatam vitachshvu chachamim univonim. When you don't forget them, says Rashi, you'll remember the Aser Sadibros. That's what we're talking about, and you'll be thought of as being smart. Vim tavtu otam mitoch shichacha tachshvu shotim lashon Rashi. And if you forget them, then you'll be thought of as being something less than smart. Okay, that's Rashi. What matters here is the substance. What matters here is Aseret Sadibros. Says the Ramban, Ve'eno nachon klal. I disagree. Avalakatuv hazelefi da'ati mitzvat lotase. First of all, says the Ramban, it's a lotase and it's an ase. It's one of the sheish zichirot that the Ramban thinks are mitzvos probably every single day. He's here ba ma'od ki ka'asher amar shenizhar b'chol ha-mitzvot v'nishmor ha-chukim v'ha-mishpatim la'asotam. Right? Why is this emphasized so much by the Torah? Because the Torah tells us, Chazar va'amar rak ani mazhir ma'od lihishamer v'lishmor atzmecha ma'od ma'od lizkar me'ayin ba'u elecha ha-mitzvot. So the Ramban, it's not just the substance of the mitzvot. I want you to remember where the mitzvot came from. Shelo tishkach ma'amad har sinai Mikol hadivarim mashera'u shamenecha, hakolot vahalapidim, et kvodova et godlo, udvarava sheshamat mitochaish. Says the Ramban, God could have come to Harsinai and said gibberish, which we'll see later maybe is what we heard. But it doesn't matter what he said. What matters is that there was a hashra sashchina. What you're supposed to remember is Mamad Harsinai, not just Asera Sadibros. Vitodiakol Hadvarima Sharu Ainach Bamad Hanichbarahu Livanacha 
That's what you tell your children. Less you tell your children about and more you tell them, you know what? I met HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Har Sinai. There were kolot, uvrakim, there was an anan, kaved alahar. It was the greatest sound and light show you ever saw in your life. Upirish hatam, ki Hashem osa hamad hahu, Right? The primary purpose was to fear God. The prohibition is to forget Ma'amad Har Sinai. The prohibition is not to forget one of the Aseras Adibros. Not God forbid saying Aseras Adibros aren't important. They really are. But Ma'amad Har Sinai was more important. Why was it more important? I'm skipping a little bit. Says the Ramban. What's the benefit? Let's say we knew. Moshe Rabbeinu told us Aseras Adibros. And Moshe did miracles to prove that he was being a real Navi. If another Navi gets up, and he tells us something against the Torah. Of course I believe Moshe Rabbeinu, but somebody's standing right in front of me and he's doing miracles. And he's telling me not to keep Shabbos. How do I know? I have a suffix. Aval says the Ramban, but when we receive the Torah firsthand, literally to our ears and our eyes, says the Ramban, at Mamad Har Sinai, Klal Yisrael, 600,000 men between the ages of 20 and 60, probably 2 million women and children, they were all Nivi'im. They were prophets. They didn't watch Moshe. They listened to God. And they heard the Dibros firsthand. Not, therefore, We'll make him into a liar. We know he's lying. How do we know he's lying? Because we were at Harsinai. Because at Harsinai, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, made the greatest Gilu Yishchina that was ever going to be. We experienced it completely. We understood it completely. We were Nevi'im. All of Klai Yisrael were Nevi'im. And that's the major part. When we remember Harsina every day, we're not remembering Aserah Sadibros. We're, remember we're remembering the Gilu Yishchina. We're remembering the experience we went through when we experienced firsthand HaKadosh Baruch Hu's voice. And then whatever happened, happened. But that's the major part of Ma'aman Har Sinai. That's what the Ramban thinks is the mitzvah. That's where he disagrees fundamentally with Rashi. We're supposed to remember the experience. The substance will come later. The substance is secondary to the experience. And the experience was nothing more and nothing less than us being Nevi'im. And if we could be Nevi'im, then of course we'll believe Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, that's part of the original speech. Now we go to the actual speech, the main speech of Sefer Dvarim, what's called the, the, the Chukim and the Mishpatim. And here we come across something interesting. Says the Torah at the beginning of Parak Hay, 
Okay, now, the Torah starts describing what's going to happen. Hashem Elokeinu karati manu brit b'choreb. God made a covenant with us. Lo et avoteinu karat Hashem et habrit hazot ki itanu anachnu eila po hayom kulonu chayim. He did it with us. Panim b'fanim diber Hashem imachem bahar mitoch ha'esh. God spoke to us face to face. Anochi omeid bein Hashem uveinechem ba'etahi lahagid lachem et var Hashem ki yireitem mipne ha'ish ha'esh v'lo alitem bahar lemor. Says Moshe, I stood between you at that time, right? Anochi omeid bein Hashem uveinechem ba'etahi. Why? Because you were afraid ki yireitem mipne ha'ish v'lo alitem bahar lemor. What was Moshe doing between them? Here it's very imp- important to point out because the Ramban's going to disagree with everybody who came before him. Says the Ramban, Ki hu ha- first Rashi, I think. Ki hu haya lahar divrei Hashem lohem ad shidvar Hashem imahem panim b'fanim, etc., etc. Okay? Sa- says Rashi, Moshe Rabbeinu served as the go-between he went up to Arsina, he went down to Arsina, he told the people what, what God said. Okay, that's Rashi. There's also an Ibn Ezra. The Ramban disagrees with all What is true? It hints to what we said back in Parshas Yisro and Sefer Shmos. Ki Yisrael lo hevinu mi pihagvura ela anochi velo yihiyelacha. Says the Ramban there, right? In the big discussion, what did Klai Yisrael hear directly? What didn't they? So we know that Rashi, following Gemara at the end of Makos, says, God told us the first two Dibros, which is, is sort of seen by the fact that they're written in second person. Right? That's first person. That's what the Gemara says at the end of Makos. So the Gemara says, Torah Sivalonu Moshe. Moshe gave us Torah Bigmatris 6.11. The other two we heard directly from God. Says the Ramban, no, 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 no. The first two we heard from God and we understood. Ushar hadibrot, Moshehu hamagid lahem mashe yomar Hashem, vizehu lahagid lachem etvar Hashem, lefaresh lahem kol dibur vidibur. Says the Ramban, Klal Yisrael heard all ten dibrot from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It happens to be the first two Dibrot we understood completely. The last eight Moshe had to explain to us. But he wasn't a go-between. Maybe he helped us to understand better, but we heard it directly from God. For some reason, and it's it's too hard and I don't fully understand how I would explain it, we didn't understand Dibros 3 through 10. We understood 1 and 2, we didn't understand 3 through 10, and Moshe Rabbeinu had to translate them for us. I'm skipping in the same Ramban, if you're following inside by chance, it's Parakei, Pasukei, says the Ramban. Let's get to the most, the most famous, I think, of the deviations between Parshas Vaschanon, the Aser Sadibos here, and Parshas Yisro, the Aser Sadibos there. You know, Zachav Rishamar Bidibu Echad. Okay, that means God said both. I'm not sure the Ramban really believes that. Al 
I think the Ramban is saying, God said Zachar in both cases. It was always Zachar. Moshe Rabbeinu had to give them the, the explanation of Zachar. The explanation of Zachar, says the Ramban, is Shamar. You have to guard Shabbos also. Chazal came later and said, Zachar, I'm not 100% sure in the Ramban that he thinks that that's how it happened, although in substance it's the same thing. Everybody knows Zachar, Yom HaShabbat Lekadashah. And then the Ramban says, Moshe had to explain to them that part of Zachar, there may be a much deeper idea going on here, but part of Zachar is Shamar. Part of sanctifying Shabbos is guarding Shabbos. Okay, but that's not really the biggest deviation. That's just the most famous one. It's the end of Shabbos that that we should focus on, right? Shamar Yom HaShabbat L'Kadashah, Kashet Tzivcha HaShem Alakecha, Sheish Shemim Tavor Vasikom Lachtecha, Biyom HaShvi, etc. Okay, then you get to Lo ta'aseh kom lacha ata uvincha uvitecha v'avcha v'amatecha v'shachcha v'chamocha v'chal v'amtecha v'gercha ashe v'shorecha. Why? This is new. Leman yonuach avdecha v'amatecha kamocha. So that your slaves and your bondswoman can rest like you. V'zacharta ki eved hayita be'eretz mitzrayim v'yotziacha Hashem alokecha misham biyad chazaka v'zuan etuya al kein tzivcha Hashem alokecha la'asot et yom ha'shabat. That's completely new. What did we have in Yisrael? We had All of a sudden, it appears to have moved from to And the Ramban is going to deal with this. First, he quotes a, he quotes a, a Rambam in the morning of Uchim that he doesn't fully disagree with, but it will pick up at the very end. There are two reasons for Shabbos. There is a God who created the world. That's the second part is Zechel Tzies Mitzrayim. God purchased us. God owns us because he took us out of Egypt. Ki gam ze eino mechuvar etzli. I'm a little unclear. Ki bihiyotenu shovtim velo naasem melacha biyom ha-shvi'i. Let's say we're resting on Shabbos. Zechel Tzies Mitzrayim. Ein lanu bezez zikaron litzies Mitzrayim. How's anybody going to know? That this is Zechel Itzias Mitzrayim. Ve'ein l'ro'e otanu b'telim b'imelacha yidiyah b'zeh. Who's going to see me resting on Shabbos and think, oh, he's doing this, Zechel Itzias Mitzrayim. Raki kishar kol ha-mitzvot. It'll be like any mitzvah. Aval yihiyeh bo Zechel ma'aseb reishid shenishpot biyom sheshavas Hashem va'inofash. It's always going to be Zecher Lamaaseb Reishis, says the Ramban. Everything in the world knows. Why do we have a week of seven days? It doesn't correspond to anything in, in, in science. It doesn't correspond to any cycles. The, the, the month is a lunar cycle. The year is 12 lunar cycles. Seven days is nothing. Seven days, as everyone in the world knows, and everybody in the world, except for some strange period in the Middle Ages in France, keeps a seven-day period of, of, of a week. 
whether they're atheists, whether they're agnostics, whether they're from, they keep seven days. Everybody knows that I rest on Shabbos because that's the day that God rested when he created the world. Lomar would be more appropriate to say, What's Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim tells me there was a God who pre-existed the world. Mechadesh. He makes new things. Chafetz v'yachol. He has a desire and the ability. Kasher perashti b'dibu harishon. Alkein omar b'kan. Im ya'ale belibcha safek al hashabbat hamoreh al hachidush v'achevetz v'yacholet. If, for whatever reason, you have some doubt about Shabbos, because nobody saw b'riyas ha'olam. God created the world. We believe that God created the world, but we know that God took us out of Mitzrayim. Those are the two sort of, you know, I don't know, the two perfect ways we, we believe Zechel, Zechel, but they're different. Tizkor mashera'u einecha b'yitziyas Mitzrayim, shehi lecha l'ra'ayahu l'zecher. If you have a doubt about Zechel, Ma'asebreshis, Think about Zechel Itziyas Mitzrayim. Think about what it says about God. Hine HaShabbat Zechel Itziyat Mitzrayim. V'Itziyat Mitzrayim Zechel L'Shabbat. Right? It's a little hard because it's the same thing back and forth. But he says, Shabbos is Zechel Itziyas Mitzrayim. And Zechel Itziyas Mitzrayim tells us about Shabbos. Ki Yizkiru Bo V'Yomru HaShem Hu HaMechadesh Bechol Ototu Movtim V'Ose Bakol Kirtsono. Torah doesn't tell us why we rest. I understand the Torah has told me a million times I rest on the seventh day because God worked for six days. Shehu yit barach shabbat bo, shabbat bo, vayinafash. Ube'er lahem ki mitziat mitzrayim yedu shehu amar v'hayaha olam v'shavat mimenu. Says the Ramban, you need both. There's no question that Shabbos is zeichel l'maaseb reishis. There's also no question that we have doubts about maaseb reishit because we weren't there. We believe it. We believe it completely. But, okay, there's a difference between that and Yitziat Mitzrayim, where my great-great-grandfather told me, and his great-grandfather told him, and his great-grandfather. And it's not just that we believe, or that we know that God took us out of Egypt. It shows that God controls nature. It shows that God has a desire to be involved in the world. It shows all the things that we think make God unique. So says the Raman, essentially, and I think it's close to the Rambam, although slightly different, I need both. I need both models. I need Zechel Ma'aseb I need Zechel Yitziat Mitzrayim. And the fact that Shabbos is primarily Zechel Ma'asebreshit, but supplementally and secondarily, it's also Zechel Yitziat Mitzrayim. Those two things together give me, the regular average Jew, the understanding and the commitment and the belief that I need to keep Shabbos. Okay, let's move on. We're still in Parakeh after Aserah Sadeh. There's obviously a million things we could have done there. We come to the following Psukim. This is the, the after Aserah Sadeh. It was Krav Atau Shema Eit Kol Asher Yomar Hashem Elokeinu. Vaat you Moshe Rabbeinu go up and get the Torah. Vaat Tadaberi Leinu and you give it to us. 
We will absolutely listen to the Torah, but we don't want it directly anymore. You go up to Har Sinai, you get the Torah, not us. Okay, there's a sense that Moshe Rabbeinu was a little disappointed that Klal Yisrael didn't want to get the Torah directly, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu said it's fine. And he says, Right, it's great that they have Yeras Shamayim. So the Rabban points this out, we won't read it inside, that Ki'ilu Moshe is disappointed, but God is not at all disappointed. God seems fine. Okay, now the question is, what happened, and what's really going on? So says the Ramban, on Pasuk Chavdalet, Va'atidabere, Leinu, I'll pick up in the middle, Ve'ha'inyan, Ka'asher Perashti Sham, Ki hayu choshvim she'yirtze lahashmiyam kol ha'torah, Klal Yisrael didn't know Aseret HaDevarim at the time. They assumed that God was going to keep talking, that God was going to give them the entirety of the Torah, not just Aseret HaDevros. And that was way too much for him, for them. Um, God had no intention to give them the whole Torah. He was going to just give them Aser Sadibros. Veda, ki ata bikshu mi Moshe shelo yishmu kol Hashem anichbad lo bayom hazeh velo bidor min hadorot laolam. Remember before we mentioned that at, at Maimar Asina we were all Nevi'im and we heard God speak directly. Now, says the Ramban, B'nai Yisrael said, we can't trust ourselves to hear God, not now and not ever. It's a miracle that we heard God speak and that we lived. Um, the Pasuk says... Okay, I can't, I can't find the Pasuk right now. But the fact is, it's a miracle. They're not, we're not going to rely on a miracle again. Says the Ramban, in this moment, when Klal Yisrael said, we can't hear God directly anymore, we needed a Navi. We needed Moshe to step up, and we needed Nevi'im for the rest of time. Because Klal Yisrael made a decision. We can't, we're not on the level we can't risk hearing God directly. Therefore, there needs to be a Navi. No, that's where the parish of the Navim comes up. It's exactly what you said at Har, at, at Har Sinai, right? You said we can't hear God anymore. We're too afraid. So therefore, we have to bring Navim. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, Klal Yisrael are not just saying we don't want to hear God right now. We can't hear God directly ever again. Not us, not our children, not our grandchildren. Therefore, the institution of prophecy, it was created now. Of course, there were prophets before. 
But the opportunity to hear God directly, the opportunity to hear the Torah directly, was turned down by Klal Yisrael in favor of Nevi'im. And, and again, Moshe was disappointed by this. God, it seems, was not only disappointed by this, but understood it completely. Understood it as a form of Yerashamayim, understood it as something that was necessary, and therefore Nevi'im became not Bidyeved as Moshe would have it, but L'Chathchila. Right? I wonder if Moshe, as a Navi, thought of it as Bidyeved, and Kla Yisrael as non-Navim, thought of it as, as L'Chathchila, but it seems like Moshe lost this argument, or Moshe's understanding was wrong, and God's was correct. Okay. So much for Aser Sadebro, so much for the, 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 the main substance of the parsha. There's one last thing I want to do because I, I think it does, it gets short shrift compared to the same exact Ramban at the beginning of Kedoshin. Okay. If you look in Parag Zion, Pasuk Yudchet, you find something interesting. This is now the Chukimu Mishpatim, the, the substance of, uh, of what Akadosh, of what, of what's in the Torah. And you have something strange. Okay. It's Perek Vav Posuk Yudchat. Va'asita hayashar va'atov b'nei Hashem leman yitavlach uvatav v'yarashta et ha'aretz ha'tavar shenishba Hashem la'avotecha. Okay? It's a beautiful Pasuk. Everybody knows it. But says the Ramban, there's something more going on here than would appear. The Ramban says as follows. Va'asita hayashar va'atov b'nei Hashem Okay, you should have kavana when you do mitzvot that you're doing the will of God. And it'll be good for you. Right, not only that, God will be good to you. You do good, God will be good to us. Okay, a beautiful pasuk that God is good to the people who are good. Says the Ramban here, there's a medrash that I agree with. That's that you're not keeping the exact halacha. This is where we introduce the idea of compromise. Says the Ramban, remember when I told you Pasha's Kedoshim, right? Kedoshim Tihiyu, that there's something in the Torah that's not written? Meaning, there are two ways to look at the Torah. One is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us all the rules. HaKadosh Baruch Hu never told me I have to pay my taxes. So if he never told me I have to pay my taxes, maybe I don't have to pay my taxes. Says the Ramah, no. God gave us enough halacha in the Torah for us to fill in the blanks. Kidoshim Tiyu fills in the blanks. Don't be a Nava B'Shosh HaTorah. V'asisa Hayashar V'Hatov fills in the blanks. If you ask yourself, should I do something or not? Ask yourself, is it Yashar V'Tov? Then if you say to yourself, how do I know? The answer is, look in the Torah. There's enough halacha that I could know what's right. And the main point, Right? 
וכל מסעו ומתנו ותיקוני היישוב והמדינות כולם. The details of social interactions, the details of every single thing I have to do, it's too much for the Torah to tell me. The Torah tells me enough, and I have to fill in the blanks. But the Chiddush of the Ramban is, there aren't any blanks in the Torah. It's not that God forgot to address, what do I do if my car bumps into my neighbor's car? I know I'm supposed to leave a note with my name and my number. How do I know that? The Torah has given me enough for me to fill in the blanks. And they're not really blanks. Says the Ramban, the Torah can't cover every situation. Therefore, there are psukim like Kidoshim Tiyu, the famous one, or the equally famous one starting now. Says the Ramban, they're not blanks. The Torah, it's too much for the Torah to give us every case. The Torah gives us the main cases and then tells us to fill in the blanks. Okay? That's what we have for today. We had the first Ramban that we were Nevi'im, that the substance of Maimon Harsina was less important than the form that it took, that we were Nevi'im. Secondly, we were at Harsinai and we didn't want to be Nevi'im forever. We thought God was going to give us the whole Torah there and it was too much for us. And that caused us to introduce the the concept of Nevi'im into the Torah. Shabbos, Zachar v'Shamar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said Zachar, Moshe explained it by way of Shamar. Okay, but the more important thing is that Shabbos is both Zechel HaMasa Breshis and Zechel Etzias Mitzrayim, as we explained. And finally, the Chiddush of Asisa Yashar v'Hatov, which is, there are no blanks, there's nothing left out of the Torah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us v'Asisa HaYashar v'Hatov, and that is a mitzvah that covers the blanks, and we should figure out on our own from the rest of the Torah what goes in there. Have a great, great week. Shabbat Shalom, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.